This podcast is being brought to you by WXAV 88.3 FM and WXAV.com. WXAV, bringing the best podcasts to you. Support for this WXAV podcast is being provided by Bookies, new and used books. Located at 10324 Southwestern Avenue in Chicago, Bookies specializes in new and used books. Their selection includes new releases, bestsellers, and books that are out of print. For more information, please visit their website at bookieschicago.com. You can also find them on Facebook by searching Bookies Chicago or call them at 773-239-1110. Support for WXAV 88.3 FM is being provided by the Northwest Community Credit Union. If you live or work in Lake, Will, or suburban Cook Counties, you can become a member of the Northwest Community Credit Union. For 80 years, the credit union has offered a comprehensive roster of financial products and services to help their members meet their financial goals. For more information on becoming a member, please visit their website at nwccu.com. You can also call them at 847-647-1030 or stop in at the credit union house on the St. Xavier campus across from the Graham School of Management. Hello and welcome to another episode of Awesome Albums with Caesar and DJ Eddie X with special guests. And DJ Louis D. And DJ Louis D, we brought you on to talk about another rap album, one that is dear to our hearts because this rapper is from Chicago. Oh boy. Acid Rap by Chance the Rapper. Lovely. Came out in 2013. Yes. Chance's second mixtape, he put out a couple smaller projects before this yeah. and before 10 Day, his other bigger mixtape but this is commonly the the second project for chance that people more recognize and it's a special album for me too especially because i consider this album the reason why i was able to open up my mind into the rap and hip-hop genre no for sure chance has a lovely reputation with this album not album excuse me mixtape if we're being hip-hop correct right it's a mixtape that a lot of people looked at i remember whatever year acid rap came in it was like oh this is chance's good kid like a lot of people compared it to good kid just because of the fact that kendrick came out the year before and a lot of people were like yeah like good kid was great but you know acid rap this kid from chicago like he's got a really nice record out and it's like okay we're making those comparisons now you know what i mean so this was definitely a mixtape that was on the radar for a lot of people just because of the fact that it was different And listening to this project, it does feel like that. Like, it is a breath of fresh air. Yeah, for sure. Chance includes so many different elements from so many different genres. Even though Coloring Book is revered for its gospel influence, there's definitely some of that in Acid Rap. Yeah, and I think that's what really drew me to Chance in the first place. I think he has this energy and this vibe about him that, like, is very positive, and it does make me happy. For sure. The mixtape starts off with good-ass intro, which, I mean, I would have to agree. It is Pretty good intro. It's a pretty good intro. It's super energetic. The backup singers add a lot of color to the song, and it really shows how Chance is coming into this project with a very strong and positive take. Yes. I think this is where those gospel vocals that we talked about for Coloring Book kind of appeared first. Good as intro definitely gets those high verb vocals in there. It almost sounds like a church choir singing the intro, you know what I mean? And Chance's energetic vocals and his just overall speedy rap delivery on this track. It's something different. And then like the bouncy 
like drum sets that we hear at like the end like don't 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 you know what i mean like yeah. mm -hmm. you definitely hear that like and, and it's like oh whoa this is different i mean 10 day was energetic as well but it wasn't but it didn't as, start off like yeah this. it didn't start off like this at all you know what i mean so um this was definitely a change of pace yeah i loved it i you know gotta applaud the production i really do like the production not only on this song but yeah. the rest of the album and then we get to my first highlight of the mixtape pusher man which is a seven minute long track and right off the bat the first half of the song is really catchy i really do like the first half well i like the entire song but uh of course the song cuts off at like around two and a half minutes yeah something and, along those lines and then there's silence which... yeah there's definitely a reason for it that chance gave but i've heard a lot of mixed reasons on why that pauses there from the beginning of what do you say? Something about you have to be on acid to really understand the full effects of that song. Yeah. More specifically, he was like, if you're on acid, you will be able to hear yeah. something in that yeah. silence. Exactly. But if you really take a listen to the concept as push a man in general, right? Definitely about drug dealing. Sure, it's catchy, right? But that transition kind of like from daytime to nighttime. Mm -hmm. in a sense, uh, for the song. It's really interesting, right? Because, like, second half of the song, he's like, I know you're scared. I know you're scared. You know what I mean? There's definitely that sense of, like, fear in the second half of the song, but, like, in the beginning, it's kind of like a lack of better words, like, more of that I'm the I'm the stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I'm the man on the block. Like, I'm the man doing every transaction that you guys get. And then, like, at night, it's like, oh, man, like, there's this tension of, oh, dude, like, it robbed today. Like, Am I really doing this for the right reasons? Like, you know what I mean? There's that sense of danger towards the end of the track. And I think that middle ground, like we were talking about, that middle piece of silence is kind of like that transitioning period where it's like, okay, it's happening. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Well, isn't that the, the second half of that song usually referred to as paranoia? Yeah, paranoia, yeah. yeah. I, for, I forgot about that because, <laughs> you know, on, on where I downloaded it from, it doesn't exactly have that in a track listing. Mm -hmm. But for sure, yeah, I, I think it's, it's definitely called paranoia for the second half of the song. Well, I also picked up themes of like how Chance loves Chicago, but like there's, yeah. there's a ton of violence in Chicago. That yeah. Just it bothers him. Yeah. Yeah. And he brings it out in a way that's not cushioned. Yeah. He lays it all on the line of, you know, what's going on in the, in the streets and what he has seen. Yes. Gun violence is a major theme, subject theme, whatever you want to call it in the song as well. Like just that line about being able to find a gun before you can find a parking spot you know what i'm saying like, like let's not forget that like and and for some people that might actually be true you know what i mean yeah. so the subject matters and the concept behind the song is just incredible that's why i like the first two tracks in general because you come off of like the good ass intro then you come to push man it's like oh this is going to be a really happy album and then snap right like you don't hear anything for a couple seconds and it gets really dark really quickly yeah you know so that totally blew me off when i first heard it but I think that's what makes it a standout track yeah, for in, sure. in the mixtape. Yeah. And speaking of positivity, we go right into Cocoa Butter Kisses right afterwards. Yep. One of the hit songs off of it, I know that it was spinning a lot on the radio back mm -hmm. yeah. when it came out. And, you know, it's a love song with, like, drug undertones on it, you know? Yeah. And it's very catchy. Louis D and I were kind of, like, singing it yeah. uh, earlier today. It's good stuff. Yeah. I think... Honestly, though, like, not going to lie to you, Vic Mensa has the dopest feature on here. 
like legit literally throws it out the park for this this track like it's it's so good <laughs> it's so good one, one thing i noticed while listening to this mixtape is how many good features are on here yeah there's a there's a bunch of different good features on I mean, this, on Gambino, this is, yeah uh first appearance of no name yeah yeah uh, she went by no name gypsy at yeah. that time mm-hmm. um but yeah and action bronson absol like those these are all legit decent rappers on this on this mixtape so chance knew what he was doing yeah and he obviously had a budget so <laughs> after coco butter kisses is juice juice yeah I think Juice is a nice song. I can vibe with the hook a bit. And, you know, it's a lower key song with a good beat. This is my favorite song on the album. Juice. Legit. Heard this. At first, I'm not going to lie. I I did not like it. Right? When I first heard it, I'm like, nah, this isn't doing it for me. Because, like I said, we came off a good-ass intro. Push a man. Then Coco Butter Kisses. And then he's like, I got the juice. And I'm like, no. No, this isn't it. Chance, stop. And I listen to it more. And then I'm like, oh, I get it now, right? Like, this is definitely that catchy chance that we were waiting on. You know what I mean? So, yeah. no, I, I love the track. I love his delivery. I love the tongue-in-cheek just concept of having juice, right? Like, it's it's good. Maybe it's a grower because I feel the way that you did when you first listened to this track. It's not really significant to me. No, yeah. But maybe I need to, like, re-listen to it. Yeah. Um, no, I didn't. I could not stand listening to it at first. I'm like, why would anybody want to listen to this from Chance? Like, And I know this was one of the bigger tracks, too, like, because of the fact that I think a music video had dropped with it before the mixtape came out, if I'm correct. Can't recall. So long ago. But the video blew up. And I was like, people are waiting on this? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then I heard it in the concept of the album and, like, how it fit in so well with the rest of the track list. And I'm like, all right, all right. And then I listened to it more, like I said. And then just the whole thing about having juice in general, like it's it's a it's a dope song. One of my favorites off the album. And the one line that I like to highlight on the track is even my haters are glad I'm on. And I think that's a good point to mention because we're so accustomed to a lot of artists beefing with each other in some way. But in this song, you know, it shows a bit of positivity in that Mm -hmm. even people within Chance's inner circle who might have wanted the fame and attention that Chance had are glad that he's doing something with it. Yeah. Afterwards, we move on to Lost, which I had stated before has the first appearance of No Name. And I just wanted to point out her for like a quick second because for her one verse that she has, she shows a lot of potential. And I think she is really like the highlight of that track. Yeah. Yeah, I, it, I can agree. It's a very nice, a good couple song, you know? Yeah. Definitely a bit of romance in there. And the way that Chance and No Name go off each other mm-hmm. is a great song. Another minor complaint is that it's a little too short, but mm-hmm. what can you do about that? Now, speaking on No Name, right? So, like, I remember hearing this verse, and, like, this wasn't the first time I've heard about her. Right, but it was definitely one of those things that kind of threw me off from hearing her and then going into Mick Jenkins' The Water, as we talked about before. And I was like, she has this distinct voice that you can't get rid of in the rap game, and I love that about that feature especially. So, yeah, I just wanted to add that in there. No Name is a great rapper. And like I said, her distinctive voice, her distinctive delivery in general, I'm like, I can I can definitely get down with this. So that's why I love Lost in general. It's a, it's a great track, too. Yeah. And 
it makes me really happy because she's also from Chicago. Yeah. Again, yeah. having this inclusive Chicago vibe to it. Yep. And, you know, later, No Name, she has put up two records up to this point. Yes. And I'm really glad that she's still doing more stuff. Yeah. But it's very nice that even this early on, she was able to catch on. And then we go into Everybody's Something. Another highlight for me. It's a nice, slow song, a little bit of R&B. And it has a great message, too. Again, I got to highlight the positivity that Chance puts on this mixtape. I love it. Great wordplay, too. Yeah, so I'm not going to lie. I'm not a huge Saba fan, right? So, like, um, to me, hearing this was definitely kind of a curveball, right? Mm -hmm. But I liked it. This verse, I liked everything that he had to bring to the track and, like, just keeping up with the positive vibes of the track in general. Because, like I said, though the album is upbeat, it definitely takes some hard, dark undertones to it. Like... Cocoa Butter Kisses and, and Pusher Man and Juice and Lost. Like, there's some subtle jabs at negativity, but he keeps it in a positive light and a positive tone, so to speak. And I think Saba adds to everybody something in that way. So yeah. um, definitely think that it's a thing to listen to when, like... I don't know, you're down on your luck or something like that. You know what I mean? Like, it's one of those tracks. It's like having a really bad day, let me just throw on everybody something yeah. because, you know. It's like you mean, you mean something to somebody. Yeah, you mean something to somebody, so cheer up. You know what I mean? So, And I think you brought up a good point. I think, like, the, the fact that there's little hints of negativity in such a positive project yeah. is just probably reflective of how chances as a person. Yeah. You know, yeah. You know, even though there will be stuff that can put you down, you know, you just got to smile through it, you know. Yeah. You can't let something get you down. And... I think that's a good way to approach life, and I feel like Chance is subtly telling us that this throughout the, the mixtape. For sure. Yeah, and he continues this on in Interlude, mm -hmm. which is another uplifting song that I think has a real gospel in influence on it, too. Yeah. yeah. You know, I do like Coloring Book a little bit more than Acid Rap, but I, I think it's because of the gospel influence and the, the undertones. But, like, yeah, Interlude is also a really good song that includes... Uh, those gospel influences we have favorite song coming up, up next which is one of my favorite songs yeah. on the album okay. yeah another highlight for me too you know this is where things get a little bit faster things go a little harder you mm -hmm. know and chance tries to show off some of his chops on here yeah for sure i think chance and childish gambino definitely show off that playful like stylistic like way of rapping for them right so like it kind of gave him like, oh, yeah, like this is your favorite song because we're so good. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like because we're so good, this is your favorite song. Like because we can make a catchy song, this will be your favorite song of the year. Like legit. And I, I think that's like, you know, overall that's the, the general premise of the song. But I definitely think that this song was one of those that had a point to prove on the album, right? You know, because every rapper has a point to prove whether it's, you know, artistically or stylistically or you know, just overall rapping ability and, like, lyricism. And I think this is one of those tracks that, like, yeah, we can do all three, you know? So definitely a highlight it for me as well. I'm not going to say it's my favorite because, uh, you know, I'm, I'm still giving that to, like, Juice and Cocoa Butters. But definitely in a very interesting track. Yeah. Sure. And the Gambino feature is not something to just shove away because at this time Gambino and Chance were touring together yeah. And Gambino was doing because of the internet yeah. at the time. Yeah. So, you know, a peak in Gambino's career and Chance and him just vibe really well together on the track. I like I Gambino's agree. playfulness. Yeah. <laughs> this is your favorite song. Like, it's so <laughs> yeah. <funny>. yeah. <laughs> and then after that, 
probably my least favorite song on the mixtape is Nana. It's a song that I could kind of do without. It's a little annoying at times, at least to me. And then I didn't really think Action Bronson didn't deliver. You don't like Action best. Bronson? I just, I, I didn't think didn't it, it, it really added anything. Okay. I mean, respectable. Yeah. I personally like Action Bronson. I don't think he's like the best rapper out or anything like that, but he definitely has uh, lyrical capabilities. I mean, I thought it was, it was fine. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't anything like standout-ish. I thought, you know, to add length to the actual mixtape, it was perfectly fine song. Yeah. I really like the bass line. It's a, it repeats a lot. Yeah. And it's a low key song, but it's a chill song yeah. that uh, usually when I go through the album, I make it a point to not skip it because it is essential to the whole vibe of the track mm-hmm. of the mixtape. Legit. At the end of the song, it's them coughing after, you know, probably smoking. Yeah. <laughs> and it's a good transition for the next song that is uh, Smoke Again. Love it. Yes. I feel like Chance kind of brags here, too. Mm-hmm. Flame on, flame on. Yeah. I'm your bee's ringtone. She like when I rap raps, but better when I sing songs. Yeah. As much as Smoke Again doesn't really stand out to me as well, I do like those lyrics. Yeah, it, I mean, I don't know. It just didn't really, the, the rest of the track didn't really stand out to me. The chorus was kind of repetitive. Yeah, but. yeah, I, w- I would agree. But I think this is, a, I think this is one of those, those, those songs that Chance is trying to compete, right? Like, because you have like one of the greatest lyricists right now well not greatest of all time lyricist but like greatest lyricist out right now abso on the track and Mm -hmm. like he demolishes everything that he touches legit like abso is like one of those guys that you don't know how he comes up with the stuff that he says but he says it anyway and I, i think chance just legit has a grasp at how he wants to maneuver the game in this song you know what i mean so him going up with abso as a feature loved it thought it was cool yeah not a highlight or anything like that but I, I still like the track yeah and then we get into acid rain which is a slow passive low-key track but very introspective and reflective for chance yeah yeah my favorite line is i tripped to make the fall shorter yeah yeah it could be considered like an important song on the album it shows a really introspective side of chance too that i really dug but like yeah the, the song keeps going it just keeps he keeps it flowing which is why i think it's a highlight of the mixtape. Yeah, and it's funny because I used to think of the group of three songs from Smoke Again, Acid Rain, and the next song, Chainsmoker, as a little bit of a blow-off. I didn't like them at first. Yeah, I, I felt the same way. Kind of after favorite song, I kind of cut the mixtape off after a while, right? Like, those were the songs, and this is at first before I really, like, digested the whole mixtape. Mm-hmm. Those were the songs. I'm like, oh, I can kind of do without these. You kind of like kind of have to sit through and bear them before you actually really appreciate what they bring to the album. But legit, I I like Acid Rain just because of the fact that like we were discussing is more reflective, introspective, of course. Um and he recognizes his faults as a person, legit, and I think a lot of this album could kind of go into how he looks at his past experiences and just makes them songs in general. And I would argue that Acid Rain is kind of like that song that brings it all together to talk about those things. Because when you listen to Chance, like, in an interview or something like that, like, he admits to being a kind of a badass kid. You know what I mean? Like, he wasn't always, 
you know, that disciplined, like, all right, let me sit down, study, do my homework, like type kids. Like he was like, nah, dude, like I'm doing drugs and I'm doing, you know, or like I'm selling drugs and, you know, so I think acid rain is definitely one of those introspective songs where he can sit down and he's like, all right, this is what I've done. This is the type of person I am. Let me try to change that. So, yeah. yeah. And then he also uh, talks about God yeah, and his faith yeah. uh, just a little bit, you know, yeah. sneaking in that faith early on, like mm-hmm. you mentioned before. Yeah. And then the track before, and then Chainsmoker. Not going to lie, I don't like this track. <laughs> it's, it's just not for me. But, yeah, I think it, I think the important thing to highlight about this track is just that it's a little bit upbeat, um, and it's a bit of Chance patting himself on the back of his accomplishment so far in this album before it's even over. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if Acid Rain isn't a downer, I would say, but like it doesn't keep up those positive vibes and having something yeah. like that before the actual like finale of the mixtape isn't a bad thing. But like, I didn't write anything down for Ch- Chainsmokers, so it didn't really stand out to me either. It's, I don't know, like the, the poppy vibes for me was just kind of off-putting for the rest of the album. Like, sure, the rest of the album is upbeat and up-tempo and, there's a reassuring sense of like, okay, this is going somewhere. Chainsmokers to me is just like, all right, let me just throw this on so you guys can dance or something. I don't know. It wasn't for me personally. If people like it, that's cool. But for me, Chainsmokers is just one of those skippable tracks that I don't really care for. Yeah. yeah. But unlike Chainsmoker, I think Everything's Good, the closing song on the album, yeah. is essential. And yeah. even though it's the last track, it's one of the highlights on the album, for mm-hmm. sure. For yeah. sure. It, it perfectly wraps up the mixtape nice and neatly, I would say. But I also like how it starts off. It's a call between uh, him and his father. Yeah. And then, you know, after that, it just goes right back into the positive vibes, making you feel good. And I absolutely love it. And again, you have some callback elements from the album. You know, like the ending after you think the song's done. Yeah. You know, there's somebody repeating juice, juice, you know, referencing the song before that. And kind of a little bit of vibes of the first track, Good Ass Job. Yeah. I always looked at it as like, um, and I know this isn't exactly appropriate, but it's appropriate in in the context of the song. Like it's the end of a trip. Yeah. The Mm -hmm. end of an acid trip where you're slowly starting to recollect yourself. And you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Figure out what was going on in the trip and kind of like reflect on like the experiences that you had and things like that. And I think everything's good. Like, oh, yeah, everything's good now. Like, we went through everything that we could possibly do yeah. during an acid trip. So this is kind of like that. All right, got it. Cool. Wrap it up. You know what I mean? So Yeah, and I think the last thing that we hear is sort of like the song still continuing with like this yeah. thing that actually, yeah, that you know, that, that, that is the end. Yep. And I think it's very that is very true that it's reflective of what goes on during a trip like that. Yeah. So, Eddie, Louis D and I talked about songs that we could really do without on the project. You know, uh, Louis D said Chainsmoker. I said Nana. Any thoughts, Eddie? Uh, Yeah, continuing on with the theme of you guys, of it being like more of the second half of the album, it is going to have to be Acid Rain or Smoke Again. Like I said earlier, these three tracks, Smoke Again, Acid Rain, Chainsmoker, I used to lump them together as Mm -hmm. one. Okay. And none of them really stood out to me in any way. Okay. Yeah, I would have to say those. Reasonable. Getting to our highlights of the mixtape, um, I would say 
well, Acid Rain is one of my favorites, as well as, you know, Push a Man and Paranoia and uh, Cocoa Butter Kisses. You know, I think those are some of my favorite tracks on the track listing. Louis D? I'm going to have to go with, oh man, there's a lot. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's see. We'll, we'll go with the intro, so good as intro. Push a Man, Cocoa Butter Kisses, Juice, and let's do favorite song to keep it a little shorter. But yeah, those are the first four tracks and yeah favorite song which is number eight on the track list the mixtape does start off pretty strong yeah like those are those are some really good tracks and eddie any highlights for you for me it definitely has to be good ass intro favorite song and everything's good you know good ass intro opens up the album wonderfully favorite song is just chance and gambino throwing out really good lines and everything's good just gives me a sense of peace and a sense of conclusion for the album. I completely agree. DJ Louie D, I want to thank you for joining us. Thank on you for this having me. Thank you for having me. Episode of Awesome Albums. Hopefully we have you again. Of course. Um, I'll be here. <laughs> Eddie, next week we'll be talking about Queen of the Stone Ages, Light Clockwork. Thank you for listening to this episode of Awesome Albums. If you're on WXAV 88.3 FM and WXAV.com. Thank you very much for listening to this WXAV 88.3 FM podcast. Be sure to visit our website, wxav.com, for more information on your escape from Ordinary Radio.